0: I'm Marilyn Dennis, and this is Marilyn Dennis Does a Podcast. Well, get ready for Bethany Frankel. You know, she's got that skinny girl business, her philanthropic organization, Be Strong. She's making a lot of money, and she's sharing her information. She's got lots to tell, lots of opinions, newly engaged, and she's got a new TV show. It's called The Big Shot with Bethany. She is as real as reality TV gets. Here's my conversation with Bethany Frankel. How are you? Good. I haven't seen you for a long time. It's so good. My gosh, you've been so busy. Uh, First of all, before we get started, uh, I was pretty lucky when I walked in and saw him. He had a twinkle. He came in as advertised, better than advertised. He's overshot his mark. You are now happily engaged. Talk to us about that. Congratulations.
1: Thank you. I am, and it's wonderful, and it's just a nice sort of balanced time. A lot of good things are happening right now in my life, and- Uh, we've had a crazy year like everyone else, so everything's good. I'm really Mm -hmm. excited about today, the launch of the show, and I'm excited that it's going to be airing there, uh, because a lot of people from there have been asking me about it. So I'm thrilled and I'm excited to talk to you about it.
0: Well, let's talk about the big shot with Bethany. Tell us all about the show, the setup, what, what, uh, this is going to be so much fun, so much fun to watch. (sighs)
1: It's really fun and as we launch it, I'm realizing what it actually is. It's sort of not, it's it's business the way it really is. It's the sort of hard knocks of business, of being successful, of what it takes, uh, of not complaining, not explaining and real passion, drive and determination in finding my successor. The show was created because of this need that I have. It wasn't a show that was created and then I created this false position. This is something that I needed to fulfill. And I produced a show around this process. And it was such an authentic experience. This person has to go through all of these different obstacles in trying to secure this position. And they're all based in reality. They're based on what's really going on with my true business, my true brand, the 26 categories that I'm in, and what it takes to really be a boss.
0: Yeah. So let's just say that I was in this show, Bethany, Um, what is one of the number one things and qualifications I need to be a part of your team and to hopefully fill in, uh, fill your shoes
1: in order to fill my shoes, to be a part of my team at any level, you have to be a figure it out person. You have to be a place of yes person. You do not have to be an expert in anything. You have to be a hard worker, loyal, trustworthy, and you will figure it out. I don't, I don't like to hear how the sausage gets made. Bring it to me when it's done. If I tell you it can be done, it can be done. So that's basically what this person needs to be. You need to be a level of professional. You need to deal with a level of personal. You need to be able to interface with brands and people that work at multi-billion dollar uh, public companies, but you also need to be in the minutia and in the weeds of what it is for me to be the talent and also the CEO.
0: Now, you're no stranger to reality TV. You started off as a contestant. So I have to ask you, what's it like being on the other side doing this show?
1: You know, it was so many years ago. It's 16 years ago that I was a contestant on The Apprentice with Mark Burnett, not the Celebrity Apprentice, the regular person apprentice. And um, Mm -hmm. it actually feels surprisingly well-deserved. It feels like I am the emperor, but I do have real clothes. And going through this process, I realized that I have so much to teach other people people are looking for jobs now the unemployment rate is astronomical Mm -hmm. and people have been through a crazy time and they're ready to work they're hungry they want to be successful there's no sugarcoating it there are no shortcuts it's about hard work and i work really hard and i've really gone through a lot and i'm not asking any of these people to do anything that i don't do right now i work harder than anyone i know and any of these people right now and i always did so it feels deserved, it feels appropriate, and it feels like a truly authentic show based on real brands, not integrations, not advertisements, based on something that's really going on.
0: What, what does that mean to those that are not in business when they watch this show? You said not based on integration. For those that don't have the business uh, uh, you know, head, what, what does that all mean?
1: It means that the show is compared to The Apprentice because of the nature of the show, but on The Apprentice... Donald Trump was really not was showing himself perfect in a suit, in a boardroom. Everybody's smart. Everybody's successful. You guys don't know anything, and I know everything. And in this case, it's authentic, and I'm showing that it, this is a flawed process. I'm a flawed person. I have flaws in my business. This is what's really going on. This is me in pajamas. And these are my real brands. This is my real salad dressing, popcorn, shapewear, supplements, coffee, coffee syrups, apparel. Uh, all of this is podcasts, TV, this is all real. This isn't me having a brand integrate into the show. So for example, on The Apprentice, Delta Song Airlines was integrated into the show and they did a task around it. Marquee Jets was integrated into the show. General Motors, et cetera. So it's sort of these not real tasks based on Donald Trump's real business. This is based on my real business and my right. real brands. These aren't manufactured integrations, money, you know, money integrations. And I'm really paying this person. NBC is not paying this person. HBO Max isn't paying this person. I'm paying this person. So it's a real job with a real salary. This isn't a person who for a year, I'm going to pretend they work for me and then we won't hear from them again. This is a person I really want Uh, to be my second in command.
0: Right, right. Uh, You know, it reminds me of that. You were the first person to monetize reality TV. Tell us about the Bethany Clause.
1: The Bethany Clause is because I caught everybody off guard in my skinny girl deal when I sold the cocktail portion of my brand to Jim Beam. I own um, the Skinny Girl brand 100% besides cocktails. And when I did that, everybody in entertainment was caught off guard because I had made all of this money and created this huge success while my only goal the first season was to get paid $7,250, but to cross out the part where anybody could take a part in my business. So when I did that, it kind of really provoked people because this was the ultimate example of the worst case scenario for a network or the entertainment industry. So after that, agents in Hollywood would say that I ruined it for everyone because they've made people sign this Bethany clause, which means that the talent has to give the network or the powers that be a percentage of their, their side hustle.
0: Wow. There's a clause named after you. That's pretty impressive.
1: I mean, it's not an official, it's an unofficial clause. I don't know if it's legal jargon, but everybody knows in the entertainment industry what the Bethany Clause is.
0: Love that. I love, thank you for explaining that. So just be with Bethany Frankel. This is a podcast you launched last year. My gosh, I look at the people. Well, you can tell us all the fantastic guests you've had on the show. Tell us about that.
1: The podcast is the example of doing what you love, being passionate about it, being authentic, staying true to yourself, and succeeding as a result of that. Because I still haven't even made a dollar off of the podcast uh, because I just did a whole deal with iHeart. And I started it as just a passion project. I always wanted to be able to connect and have longer breathing conversations, talk about the real nature of Mm -hmm. business, what it takes to be successful in a non-traditional way, mavericks, game changers, people who've started from the bottom. But I have been very strict in who I have on. They have to really fulfill that filter unless there's something really fascinating about them where I want to speak to them. So I've been pitched very famous people, but I don't want to just go for the shiny objects. Just go for the fame, go for someone who's rich. It has to be someone who's really built something. So in staying true to my authenticity, in not making it this thing where I try to call people out or try to try to catch them in something or pitch scandalous information about them to the press. It's a really mom and pop shop grassroots show where we're really talking to someone who's done something for an hour about who they actually are. And you get these amazing conversations with Kelly Rippa, with Dave Portnoy, with Hillary Clinton, Chelsea Handler, Mark Cuban. And the guests that I've now booked coming in are people like Graham Norton, uh, Sheryl Sandberg, mm. Matthew McConaughey, interesting people who've built something and they're all different from one another. And it's just an authentic show. It is actually very authentic and people like coming on because I have no agenda. It's just a conversation about what the humanization of this person is, how they did it. Share with people. And we're not rushing. You don't need to tell us about your book. You don't need to promote your movie. I don't care about who you slept with. It's just, let's talk. Let's breathe. Let's be together and connect.
0: From all the people that you've interviewed thus far and those that you're going to in the future, is there a running theme or thread that makes them be who they are today? In other words, a doer, get it done, uh, risk taker. I mean, you could give me more words. It's an excellent question. And it's
1: exactly what I say during every show, that people can create their own toolbox out of these different Things that people say and people are very different. I mean, you have Dana White, a Republican; Hillary Clinton, a Democrat. You have all kinds of conflicting viewpoints. Very religious people, very irreverent. I mean, but the things that you can find within all of them is the old school hard work, which is sort of why the show "The Big Shot with Bethany" Mm, is going to be mm. very interesting because it's that old school work ethic. That whether it's Gordon Gecko or Anna Wintour or Bethany Frankel or Mark Cuban or Mark Burnett or Dave Portnoy, or anybody here, Hillary Clinton, there was a direction and a drive and a passion, and I'm not taking no for an answer, and I'm going to figure it out. And I've taken one step in front of the other. And building your team is really important. And doing it yourself while delegating is really important. And seeing the chessboard, not just the pieces is really important. And no shortcuts, and have a job. Set yourself up for success. Be prepared. You know, Mark Cuban and Grant Cardone, who's a big, big motivational speaker, both said the same thing when I said, could you do it again? If I just gave you $5,000, could you start over? And they both said, I don't need the money. I need a job. I will go get myself to work and then take it from there. So these are all workers. So for anybody mm-hmm. who is worried or worried they don't know everything about social media or the networking or all the gimmicks or the millennials or Gen Z, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because all of the really successful people share in the fact that there are no shortcuts. You work harder than anybody else, you're going to be successful. You're that basketball player that gets on that court in the morning and you're shooting those baskets one after another, you're going to be successful. So it's comforting. Because I could tell you, nobody works harder than I do. And that's comforting because that's why I'll be successful. There's no tricks. You got to do some of the tricks. You got to understand social media. Got to know what's going on to a degree. But if you work hard, you'll be successful.
0: Okay. I know you've been asked this question before, but when did you know that you had that drive? Like when, when did that come to be? Did somebody teach you? Did you? Does it come from within? I mean, my whole thing, Bethany, is show up. Show up, right?
1: Yes. Show up. It comes from within, you know, if you have it, but that doesn't mean if it's not working for you, that it won't work because you could be in the wrong situation. I wasn't good at doing a talk (laughs) show because I felt trapped and I felt like a traffic cop directing traffic and the conversations didn't breathe as long as this one is, for example. So I was just not in the right space. I wasn't good at working at a certain publicist years ago because I had to lick envelopes every day and they wouldn't let me make personal phone calls. What the hell does making personal phone calls have to do with licking envelopes? I I mean, it was just like weird structure and trapping rules. If I can be free and I can do what I need to do and be passionate and work hard, it doesn't matter. I need to be unbridled. People that work for me, I don't know if they make personal phone calls. I don't really care what they're doing all day. I don't care if they have cocktails at lunch. I couldn't care less. You don't get your work done. You're not going to last. So- do your work. Mm -hmm. So the point is you have to find the space that works for you. You may be an amazing jockey, but if you don't pair with that horse and have a horse that is working with you in the right way with the right connection, it won't work. So if you feel it inside of you, you have to then just find your vehicle. Mm -hmm. Is it an office? Is it a workplace? Is it a team? Is it on your own? Is it an idea? Is it a product? What is it?
0: Mm -hmm. And you know, it's interesting because back in the day, Uh, when your parents found out, like I I was a disc jockey for a long time, still I'm on the radio, but I would change from station to station, city to city. And my father would go, what are you doing? And that's called building that business. That was not the model that they were used to. And the thing is, people have lost their jobs during this lockdown. And so it's never too late to pivot. Am I right?
1: It's really liberating. And if you look at the glass half full, you'll say to yourself, this is the time to start to see new trends and people planting seeds in totally nice. different forests that are going to grow into trees. Meaning this is when you were forced to know how many people can you actually run your business with? How much office space do you need? How much do you actually need to travel? Can you work in a new space like education or you know home learning or a different side mm-hmm. of real estate? How can you do things differently? We had to stretch. It's like working out. You work the same muscles all the time. You really don't see a lot of results. All of a sudden, Mm -hmm. you have to work out in a different way or do things in a different way. You're going to see what you're really made of. So this was the time to not be stunned like a deer in headlights, to just say, okay, what am I doing now? How do I shake up the snow globe, step back, go in a different way, and figure out how I'm going to do this? And I did this in my business, and it worked Magically, because I immediately kicked into gear with my Be Strong initiative. I distributed almost $20 million of PPE to all 50 states. And then I shifted into, okay, how is this going to affect my business differently? I'm home. I don't have to get exhausted by traveling a lot. I don't have to put makeup on every single day. I'm here. So how do I collect Mm -hmm. myself with a tiny staff of nobody and regroup? And what's this going to look like in six months to a year? And here we are. Mm -hmm. And it looks good because I was organized.
0: Here we are. Mm -hmm. Here we are. Yeah, yeah. Bethany, so good to talk to you. The Big Shot with Bethany. Looking forward to seeing it. It airs Thursdays only on Crave. Always great success. Always so much fun to talk to you. You are inspiring. You too. Thank you. I
1: appreciate it. It was a great interview and a good conversation.
0: Marilyn Dennis does a podcast. New episodes every week. You can download or subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.